Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What's going on, everybody? And welcome into another edition of B-Shape Daily. Brendan Schaefer here with you. Here on the 13th of June, the Cardinals are getting set to take on the Pittsburgh Pirates this evening. Took down the Cincinnati Reds and two of three over the weekend. Cardinals could not complete the sweep on Sunday. That was the Dakota Hudson start. Really exciting, though, on Saturday. You had the walk-off Tommy Edmond home run. That was a great moment to see from Tommy and a good come-from-behind effort for the Cardinals. We'll have some more discussions about some of the things that took place over the weekend in upcoming episodes of B-Shape Daily, so make sure to subscribe to the show if you've not done so already. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts are great places to download, subscribe, B-Shape Daily. Make sure you're up to date when all the new episodes come out. But for this episode, I wanted to bring you a peek behind the curtain into the KTGR big show that I do with Andy Humphrey on KTGR in Columbia from 4 to 6 p.m. on weekdays. You can check that out at KTGR.com, KTGR app. You can also subscribe to the show on Spotify. The big show is now available from Spotify. But I wanted to play for you on B-Shape Daily today, a segment that Andy and I did on Monday afternoon show. I want to get into the Harrison Bader stuff a little bit more in a future episode of B-Shape Daily. I'll be down at the ballpark on Monday night as the Cardinals take on the Pirates but I know that different people listen, pregame listen at different times of the day. And so I wanted to put this episode out there while I had a chance to do so before Monday night's game regarding mostly Andrew Kisner and the comments that Ali Marmal made about Kisner on Sunday night, asked about the catcher position as a whole, not producing offensively and sort of tended to single out Andrew Kisner. In this clip, you'll hear a little bit about that. You'll hear about why maybe I made the comparison to the way Ali Marmal treated Harrison Bader over the weekend, benching him for hustle and energy effort issues and kind of roping that into whether or not these are similar situations and does it give us a peek behind the curtain into how the Cardinals manager likes to handle things. So that's what you're about to hear on today's B-Shape Daily, a clip from the big show on KTGR from Monday afternoon. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Appreciate you guys for listening as always. And here is that conversation between Andy, my co-host on KTGR, and your host to this show, Brendan Schaefer. We just said happy Monday here on the big show. I have no idea why. 875-KTGR to give us a call. It is Monday, right? I didn't miss yes. I didn't miss a day. Yeah, okay. Got, it is Monday. All right. Good. Yesterday was Sunday. Yep. That This one usually comes after Sunday, too. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. The Cardinals lost on Sunday. They sure did. To the, uh, to the Reds. and Season's over. Well, exactly. Yeah, season's over, right? Um, they still won the series. Not all is lost. Uh, they still lead the uh, the division by a half game. Um, interesting, though, to hear what Ali Marmol said afterwards because, obviously, it, there are complaints to be had elsewhere on the team, and everyone recognizes that. But there's been plenty of complaints about you know, the fact that the catchers offensively don't seem to be getting it done. I mean, Yadier Molina's having, you know, I I would say a down year. It 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 just hasn't been a 
a great offensive year for Yachty, and he's around you know two twenty or so. I I forgot where his batting average was last, and yep, two nineteen with no power to speak of. And so that's something to uh, to obviously be concerned about. But I think you're probably more concerned about Andrew Kisner, who has not been that much better. And Kisner's obviously the one that you're hoping could be a mainstay for a few years after Yachty's last year. Uh, is done here in 2022. Someone you got to hand off the reins to somebody. And Kisner not necessarily uh, getting it done at the plane either. Ali Marmol after the game yesterday asked about the catchers just in particular. Here's what he had to say. I know you like the defense of your catchers, but there hasn't been much offense lately. Are you concerned about that? Yeah, we've had the conversation, and um, honestly, we got to see better at bats out of kids. Um, He's working at it, but at some point there has to be a a change as far as what it looks like on the field. He had a couple good line drives when we were on the road to left field, um, but uh, yeah, we need to keep working at it. So he singled out Kisner, basically. Yeah. Do, uh, are we okay with that? Are we shocked at that? Are we fine with it? Are we concerned about it? What do we think of that? 875-KTGR, you can give us a call or a text. I want to know first and foremost what Andy Humphrey is about it. Because I do have some thoughts, but I need to save them because I don't I don't know that we'll have the exact same thought, but I I think I might be able to explain these comments a little bit and, and why I think they came about the way they did. But I want to get your take first before I before I dive into this. So I say either call them both out or don't call either of them out. One of the two. But don't just say, oh, it's only Kiz or, oh, it's only Marmol. Because they're both struggling. You mean Yachty? Or, or, or yeah, Yachty. Yeah. I that Molina, one because... Marmol. Yeah, that's a, I get it. Yeah, that's not. What a maroon. Molina, the catcher. <laughs> what Molina, an Molina's old enough to be manager anyway. So, I mean, I can see the stuff there. Is he, is he older than Ali Marmol? They're pretty close in age, They I are think. pretty close. I, I think they're probably about even but, but your point is your point is so yeah so I, I understand why folks probably are fine with it because you're okay you can call out kisner but yadi's a, a future hall of famer things of that nature why would you call out yadi or molina do you want turmoil in your clubhouse somehow uh, because yadi's not happy uh, like that's the reasoning i would think saying oh i'm fine with them saying, oh, Andrew Kisner's the one to call out here, and that's why the catcher's doing bad. Because, oh, because Andrew Kisner's doing bad. But no, this is a, a team sport. I know that this is a, a position where you only have two, maybe three guys manning the catcher spot, and a lot of the time you don't even care how good your catcher is because I think there's more value in the game now to catchers that's are not just good defensively by throwing runners out or or framing pitches, but just with the camaraderie between pitchers because you have so many pitchers now that you have to change in and out. And that's tough for a catcher to deal with. And when you have a team that is locked in with a catcher, uh, that's a good thing. And you don't want to break up that camaraderie because the moment you make a move at catcher is the moment that you not only affect the catcher's room, but you affect the the pitching staff too with that same sort of thing. It's a weird position like that. But for me, I mean, I get why the question was asked, but if I'm Ollie Marmol, I'm either defending my guys and I say, yeah, we have discussed it, 
but I do like what they're bringing defensively, and honestly, that's what's most important to my team right now is making sure that my pitching staff is as comfortable as possible with whoever they're working with. And and look, we are trying to get them hitting, and, and that is an issue, and we're trying to fix it. Right now, though, there's not much that we can do. I would have been fine with that answer, but throwing one player under the bus because he's not a future Hall of Famer is something that I have a bit of an issue with because I'm I'm fine with them not having great catchers hitting like that that's fine with me but I mean the question was asked and he had to try and find a way to respond to it and I don't know if I would have responded to it that way well that's what's interesting because you're right he could have gone a route of yeah we see that the results aren't there right now but we primarily are wanting to focus on defense and the handling of pitchers at that position could have said that maybe noteworthy that he didn't and your your main point was if you're going to call it out about Kisner, why not Yachty as well? And you don't think that double standard is maybe fair? An, an example you could you could point to as to maybe why. Uh, I remember a previous manager almost accidentally saying the word tired in the same paragraph as Yachty or Molina, and that didn't mm. go very well for a while. Uh, he, he tweeted, he went to Instagram and said, I'm, I'm not tired, I, I prepare for this, I prepare for 100 and." what do you say, 72 games a year, whatever he said, and it was a whole debacle a couple few years ago. And so maybe recognizing that going there with Yachty just isn't worth the trouble. What's interesting to me, and you pointed it out as well, Yachty's struggling offensively as well. Yachty's also not playing very many games. He's playing maybe about half the games, and it's clear to me that, I mean, the elephant in the room is kind of, yeah, Yachty's clearly wearing down because in previous years, this never would have this split of the workload never would have been suitable to Yadier Molina. And we're not really hearing anything about how that's a problem. At the beginning of the year, they sort of set the expectation that, hey, it's going to look a little different this year, and it has, and we haven't really talked a lot about it because they sort of set that standard at the beginning and said this is kind of what it's going to be. So that's fine. But you're right. If you look at the numbers, fans have eyes. We have eyes, and we, we have access to these numbers as well. Yadier Molina is performing just as poorly as Andrew Kisner, if not a little bit worse by OPS and some other metrics. And so it does beg the question, like, why does Ali Marmol feel so comfortable uh, to, to single out Kisner? In, in, you know, Kisner, the catcher that day, he was a starting catcher for that game. We get that. But it is interesting because he wasn't asked, hey, what's wrong with Andrew Kisner? Or they didn't say, why isn't Yadier Molina hitting? He said the catcher position is not supplying a lot of offense for you guys right now. What do you make of that? And and Marmol chose to go specifically toward Andrew Kisner. Yeah. M- my take on this is that I feel that it's rather similar with some other comments that were made, or maybe not comments, but some actions that we saw from the Cardinals manager over the weekend. When Harrison Bader was benched mid-game for what it has since been confirmed as an effort situation. Didn't look the way that it was supposed to look. And talked about... That's why he was benched, and Harrison Bader, by all accounts, took it well, understood the message, but didn't run out of fly ball and then sort of was lollygagging out to center field in a subsequent inning, and manager didn't like it, and so he took him out of the game, put Yepes in. That ended up working out pretty well because Yepes reached base and then had uh, a big hit to set up the Tommy Edmond walk-off on Saturday. But that happened with Harrison Bader as well, and people say, well, you can look around this roster at times and see guys not running out fly balls to first base, not running out 
double plays, a lot of fans pointed to Yachty again and said, well, he's often not going to run out of ground ball double play. Like that's That's been something we've seen in St. Louis for a number of years. Everybody loves Yachty, but the truth is the truth. We use our eyes, right? And And that's something that you can defend for maybe a, a more veteran player. And I think that is the answer. The double standard on its surface does feel kind of strange. Like it shouldn't, that shouldn't be the case. Right. Right. Like why wouldn't everybody be put up to the same standard? But I think in the case of Bader, what it was, what it clearly was is the manager who I've said is a good communicator and handles his players really well expects more out of Bader because he knows what more out of Harrison Bader means for this team. When Harrison Bader is operating at full capacity energy level, that's a spark plug. That's a player that can make a difference offensively, defensively, in 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 terms of the base running game. Harrison Bader can do a lot of things that other guys on that team cannot do. So in a way, it does seem like he was held to a higher standard. So my quandary is, is Andrew Kisner being held to a standard, the fact that he's getting his name mentioned specifically in this postgame commentary by Ali Marmol, because Marmol knows... He's got more to give than he's given right now. Like, it very well may be that Yadier Molina doesn't have more to give. He can't play every day. His body is banged up. He's The years of catching are clearly wearing on this player right now, and so he's not going to be able to be Iron Man in this season. And they know that. They know what the limitations are. They see him and the work that he does every day behind the scenes. And so is it the case that the manager just knows that Andrew Kisner, we think he does have more to give, and so we are going to be a little bit more purposeful in the way that we approach our expectations of him. Is that well, so maybe I, what's going on here? So I, I to a degree, understand that because Kisner's going to be around for hopefully the long haul for the Cardinals, and Yadier Molina, of course, uh, is not. not. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it would be much better to see Andrew Kisner take the reins uh, all of a sudden this year and be a much better offensive option for the Cardinals going forward, and that Certainly. way you have a way to point you have evidence to point to that can say, all right, Yachty, we love you. We know it's your farewell tour, but Kisner's playing better right now, and we need to start him for these more important games that are going to be coming up August, September, and then hopefully October after that. That, like, I would think that the Cardinals would love to have that evidence in front of them right now. They just don't. And the thing is, it still could be Yadier Molina that picks up the slack and is able to figure things out uh, for the rest of 2022. And so my main beef is that, look, as you mentioned, Brendan, these guys are splitting time. They're basically 50-50 between the starts. So singling out one of them doesn't necessarily make sense to me because, yes, Yadi is a future Hall of Famer and he's uh, going to go down in Cardinals lore forever. But look... He's the one that decided, okay, yeah, I want to re-up and go again in 2022. I can do it. I can go again. I can do it. Trust me. I can do it. Well, can you? Are you sure? And I know the Cardinals didn't invest all that much money into him, but they did invest time at a pretty important position, uh, not just offensively, but for being able to work with pitchers and, and things of that nature and being able to have that camaraderie and that steadiness behind the dish. It, so so much of a catcher's value is just not quantifiable. It's more than just their batting average or how many base runners they catch uh, out. I mean, it, it's so much more than that. So I understand if Ali Marmol wants to protect his guys uh, in that sense and say, look, we know the offensive numbers are there. We know that they're not where we want them to be. And 
we're going to keep working at that, but this is what we got, and our pitchers like working with these guys, so that's what's going to keep uh, going on. So, But, hey, in this answer, he didn't go that direction. He did no, not go he did that not. direction. He decided and, and say, to single out Andrew Kisner. And what I mean, what do we think of that as a general philosophy? Like, what did you think of the, the, the Bader circumstance? For years, I have seen, and again, I'm maybe a little more active on Cardinals Twitter than I ought to be, but, but I'm seeing what, what people say very often, and I've seen people ask for what Ali Marmal did on Saturday. I've seen people asking for that kind of thing from the manager for years. Hey, so-and-so's well, not hustling. You need to bench him. And so Ali Marmal actually takes that step. Ali Marmol is different in that when you go into these post-game press conferences, he's not going to just blow smoke. You know what I'm saying? No, I get If he that. thinks something should be said, he doesn't think that the world is going to crumble by saying it and, and saying, yeah, I, we recognize that such and such player maybe needs to be given a little more in this area of his game. And I think generally that is a positive thing, though I, I, I can't sit here and say that you're wrong about the, the opinion that you know, it's it's kind of not fair to do to one what what you're doing to the other when the question was about the catching position as a whole. In general, like you numbers are worse. Like you weren't asked about specifically kids or Yachty. You're correct. And you're their spot on numbers about that. and their production or lack thereof is basically similar this year. Yeah. And so, what are you doing singling out one of them? And and I understand what he did with Bader there because look, Bader can be compared to these other uh, outfielders too, but. If he sees, you know, that like, and a manager will see this better than anybody else will. If he sees a lack of hustle, or he sees something like that, that's a bit of an interesting case, or or a different looking type case, then he'll do it. And I'm fine with that. I want more managers like that who are not afraid to call out some of their performers for not performing the way they should or the way that they are expected. Here's the thing, though. With this situation, at a spot where only one guy can play and you've only got two on the roster and they're about the same, but you only single out one, that's a little bit different to me. And that's why I have a bit of... Um, I'm not I'm not necessarily sure that Ali Marmol should have answered it that way. I like that he did. I'm in wait-and-see mode, though, because I'm going to look to see what the response is for Andrew Kisner. We know what the response was from Harrison Bader. The stories were written about it where Bader said, yeah, the message was received. He wanted his manager to know that he felt like that was an okay way to to approach me, and I got what you were trying to articulate by benching me in that spot, and you're right. I've got to be better. I hold myself to a higher standard. We're trying to win a World Series here. Andrew Kisner, I think, is a great kid with a great mentality about the game of baseball. Yes, his offense has not, the numbers have not been very good lately, and I see him as a player that can be, if not an impactful player offensively, an average player offensively. Like, I think his OPS could be a 700. I think he could be that kind of player from a catching position, batting eighth or ninth in your lineup. That can be valuable to a lineup. Right now, his OPS is in the low 500. So he's got a gap there to bridge. I think he would agree with that himself. He's in the lineup again tonight, and I'm very curious to see how Andrew Kisner responds. Because, again, I always tend to lean back on the the notion that I still believe in, which is Ali Marmol is a very good, strong, effective communicator with his team, with his players on an individual basis. I think he doesn't subscribe to the one-size-fits-all treatment plan because he knows that these are individual people. Some Some guys have an ego. Some guys don't. Some guys respond well to the tough love. I think he's able to to kind of curtail his discussions with players in a way 
that can get the most out of them. And so I want to see now what Andrew Kisner does with this because you're right. That's not a press conference you would have heard in years past where a player, a, a question is asked about a general group of players and then the manager responds with one specific player and says, I need more out of that guy. Wouldn't have happened in years past. I'm not laying a right or wrong on it right now, but I do think it's very interesting and that it may have an impact in, in a positive way. I'm waiting to see whether that happens. Cardinals fans, what do you think of Ali Marmol singling out Andrew Kisner yesterday after the press conference of the Cardinals? Uh, 7-6 to six loss against the Reds. 875-KTGR if you want to give us a call or a text on that. Cardinals play the Pirates tonight. First career start in the major leagues for Zach Thompson. So interested to see that. And first pitch will be at uh, 645. Indeed, it was down at Bush Stadium. Cardinals, Pirates, thank you all for listening to this episode of E-Shape Daily. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. Again, that's the big show. Check it out on KTGR weekdays from 4 to 6. We talk a lot of Cardinals, and so when we do that, I'll occasionally try and throw it to the B-Shape Daily feed so you guys can get a little bit of glimpse into what we do on the radio side of things. But appreciate you guys, as always, for listening, and we'll talk to you next time on B-Shape Daily. Peace.